Hey everyone, welcome to the Work Friends Podcast, where we bring meaningful conversations to you. I'm Jim Brubaker, and I'm here with my co-host, work and real friend, Ainsley Stanley. This season, we're chatting with people from different walks of life to hear their stories and how God has been faithful throughout. So go rollerblading, eat some ice cream, do whatever you need to do, and enjoy today's episode. Today in the podcast, we're thrilled to have Travis Stewart and Anne Rothwell, soon to be Travis and Anne Stewart. They're getting married very soon. They're two university students going into their fourth year, and they have an awesome story of God's faithfulness and throughout their relationship and throughout school and all those good things. So enjoy. Cool. Well, welcome officially to the Work Friends podcast. This is kind of surreal. I was telling Ainsley, like, like I first met you guys when you were in like grade 10 I think or grade 11 I'm trying to remember but like several years ago and I never thought that we would be sitting here today on the work friends podcast with Travis and Anne who are getting married literally in like a month insane so welcome we're excited to have you guys here Yes, thank thank you. you so much. We are so excited to be here. And honestly, it's just a joy. It is just a joy. I'm looking forward to this for so long. It's been a long time coming. So thank you. Thank you. Um, I mean, today we're going to be talking about relationships, young adulthood, and lots more. So we're going to mix it up a little bit. Instead of having you tell us about yourselves, we're going to have you introduce each other. And then if you want to add anything else, you can feel free to add anything. But yeah, introduce each other to the the listeners this is so fun <laughs> okay you go first Travis is cool <laughs> he loves coffee peanut butter MMA podcasts lo-fi beats aspires to go into physio he loves Jesus he's my best friend my soon-to-be husband which is literally the craziest thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life yeah that's that's a pretty good some of I who good. I am yeah <laughs> and so Anne is my I don't know if this will be as good as Anne's Anne this was pretty good but Anne is my amazing fiance who loves hiking cheese has the best <laughs> dance moves and wants to be a teacher when she grows up which I guess could be technically right now but I, that makes me feel old <laughs> <laughs> when she grows up yeah. When she grows up. Yeah. I still catch myself saying that. It's like, oh yeah, when I grow up, it's like, girl, you're grown up. <laughs> like, what in the world? What is your favorite thing about each other? Most favorite thing about each other? So my favorite thing about Anne for just like kind of a personality thing, she's the goofiest person I know. Just like <laughs> the most random things. Like she'll just start breaking out the dance moves or just corny <laughs> jokes or something like that she's yeah but for a more serious thing she really has a heart for helping people grow and being their absolute best which was why I think she'll be a great teacher mm, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um for my cheesy answer I would say that I love um his kind and gentle spirit he's a silent servant of God and he just loves others so well um, on a not so serious note, I would say that I love that he literally laughs at his own jokes before anybody else will. And it's <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Amazing. I, I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I do that too. Sometimes my family just like, what is wrong with you, girl? I'm like, it's just a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So you guys right now, like, can you kind of describe what season of life you guys are in right now? Mm -hmm. So currently we just finished our third year of university. We both go to Laurier for kinesiology and physical education. That's the formal name of our program, aka Kin. Um, but yeah, we just transitioned to summer here. So we're both working at the Lasol Vision Care, shameless plug, and um, yeah, we are getting married in exactly thirty-six days, right? Wow! And uh, we couldn't be more excited. Ainsley and I couldn't be more excited either. <laughs> if true, that means anything true. to you guys We're at all, we're very excited. <laughs> um, okay, so let's 
start from the beginning. Tell us the story how Travis and Anne became Travis and Anne. How did you guys meet and start dating and all of that good stuff? This is all you. All right. So this is kind of just like a funny story. Um, so I think, yeah, end of grade 10, just like randomly in class, one of Anne's friends just like came up to me and she's like, Anne has a really big crush on you. You guys should date. And I, I was just like kind of caught off guard because I had never like thought about that before. <laughs> but then it just like kind of stuck. I was like, ah, I don't know. Just like haven't really thought about it. And then just like that whole summer, literally for like up until December, I was just like thinking about it. Anytime I thought about like dating in general, for some reason, Anne would just always pop up in my head. So I was just like thinking about that, praying about it a lot. And then like, I always thought Anne had a crush on me. Turns out, I find this out like two years into our relationship. She didn't even have a crush on me. (laughs) (laughs) Her friend had to set us up. (laughs) So... I was just, I thought all these years that Anne had a crush on me and it kind of made for some like funny, awkward like things before we started dating where like, I thought, you know, one thing was happening, but it like wasn't because she didn't actually have a crush on me and I was just overthinking it. (laughs) So uh, yeah, and then I think, yeah, December of like, I guess the start of grade 11, went on our first date, I had the courage to ask Anne out on Snapchat because I did not, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm proud of it, but I had my reasons. I didn't want, because we hung out in like the same friend group. So, and I didn't tell anybody about this. Um, So I had like, just asked her out on Snapchat. So I'm like, if I am like seen doing this, all of my friends, especially Bryce, shout out to Bryce Wood, <laughs> rip on me for That's it. shocking. Yeah, shocking. oh, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I guess like right before that, I was just like, I spent like a lot of time praying about it. And then I was just like, okay, God, if this is what you want me to do, then just like have somebody just straight up tell me that's what I'm supposed to do. Because that's kind of what I always do. I don't know why I'm just like, I've always like just done those types of things to just like be a hundred percent sure. I just ask for like a sign. And I think it was probably like two days after I'm in the car with Taylor, my brother and like two of my friends. And they, like, we were just driving to McDonald's after youth. And then just randomly, my brother was like, you and Anne should date. And I was like, and then Luke piped up and he's like yeah I think you guys would be really good together and like I never talked to them about it before it was just like the most random thing and I'm like okay that's it (laughs) so that's when I like that's when I decided that that's what I wanted to do so that's and I guess for engagement that was also kind of just like a a random thing where it's just like it didn't happen until it did happen so <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was deep until that happened. was deep that was yeah. deep <laughs> um last year at the YFC bike ride I was just like dropping Anne off afterwards and then um just like for some reason it hit like way harder to just like part our separate ways so then we just like really felt the need to just like talk about it and um kind of figure out what our future was like so after about a week of daily long walk and talks um (laughs) we just decided that getting engaged was the right move for right now because we always knew we were going to get married it was just when whether it was going to be after school or during school so yeah here we are we love it love to see it we do it's funny too because I remember Steve like your youth pastor at the time was like I normally don't like it when um, kids start dating during high school and you gotta, but Travis and Ann, I like them. Or he would just say stuff like that, right? Where it's like, hey, so like from behind the scenes, from the like youth worker, youth pastor perspective, we were cheering you guys on while you guys dated in high school. So yeah, 
we love to see it. <laughs> yeah. No dating in high school unless you're Travis and Ann. Then it's okay. Yeah. That was the rule. <laughs> yeah, we were a special case, apparently. Um, you know, it's been fun for us to walk with you guys in the season of engagement, even like just getting excited for, you know, finding your apartment and talking to Anna about that and all of those things. And, you know, we knew you, like we said, back in grade 11. I mean, I've known you guys quite a bit longer, particularly Travis. Like, my mom is always like, I can't believe Travis is getting married. He was so little. And, you know, the whole classic thing. Um, And, you know, we've all grown up since then. But we joke about it, like we just said about, you know, don't date until after high school. But, you know, what would you guys have to say to that? Because obviously you did things a little differently. (laughs) Yeah, I think like the biggest thing is is just like don't do it unless you feel like actually called to do it so like um you know like I we didn't go into dating just to like date like that was just it was always the intention to just like like I knew even before I asked Anna out that this was like like we were gonna get married because that was my intention going into it so you know I think you just kind of have to go into it with that attitude and mindset and just like know that it's like I'm not doing this to just like just a day just to try it out just to kind of do those things it's like no I'm doing this like intentionally to like build a future which is kind of a crazy thing to think about in grade 10 but um that's kind of just the mindset that you have to go into it just so that you actually have like the right foundation and all that just to add on to that I think I would agree with everything it's just like um you know we definitely felt called to do that from a very young age and like you know tackle life together from a very young age um but obviously like that came along with like a lot of hard growing pains because you know you go through the whole you know, biggest maturation process of like youth to now adults and, you know, the things that we navigated, um, you know, but I wouldn't regret any of that. Like we look back on that and it's just like, it's the coolest thing of like, oh my goodness, remember when we used to be so dumb and like do these things and like get so mad at each other for like stupid things or like, like stuff like that. And it's just like, it's the coolest thing looking back on it and being like, wow, we've like been through that together and it's just I don't even remember my life before Travis honestly no yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't really want to like no. <laughs> you just no. make my life better <laughs> yeah I always just think about like some of my friends who like don't like aren't dating and I'm just like nothing wrong with that by the way nothing wrong nothing wrong but I'm just like (laughs) I don't even know like what that thought process is like when you're just like making a decision like what do you even Mm. do I don't even Mm -hmm. remember because I don't remember what it was like what are some of those things you are glad that you did back then back in high school and what would you have done differently let's start with the negative things we would change (laughs) um definitely I think something that we did wish that we would have not or done um was set boundaries in our relationship like early on just because it's just that that, you know we just we knew that we were Christians and like we just kind of like assumed that we were like all good on that front and like that kind of thing but I think it's just like you just need to explicitly say those things out loud and set those boundaries and be like okay this is this is what we're doing and this is like this is what our relationship is found on and this is the foundation of you know what we're doing here and these are our intentions and just like we're both thinking those things but to actually communicate them to each other I wish that we would have done that from like the very beginning you know um and also like I feel like I've talked to you guys about this so much and just like actually focusing on what matters in in high school and like not just like getting caught up in like you know, what's popular and this and this and this drama. Um, but just actually being like, this is who I am in God. And I'm going to build on that. And I'm going to build on my relationship with God because that's actually the thing that matters. And, you know, that would have really helped us, us as a couple, but also like as individuals, just like spending more time building that relationship up with God and spending more time on 
that and really just like having that as our focus in high school. Yeah. And I would definitely say like, um, communication, just like on, um, just like kind of a broad scale, just like we like, we were pretty good at just like communicating. Like if one of us was like upset with something, um, we would try and tell the other person, but it's like, it's just like a huge thing that like, you know, you just assume that you're good at it since like, especially when you spend a lot of time together, it's like, you just assume that you're communicating how you're feeling and like all this stuff, but you don't realize like, you know, you can kind of go through the motions and um, realize that you haven't really like, like if little things kind of start building up, it's like, those are the types of things you got to communicate. So it's like an active thing that you got to work on. So I feel like communication was like, um, a huge learning experience, but it was also something that we like knew was valuable. So we always like worked on um, building that up and it kind of taught us how to like, I guess like fight well, um, as weird as that sounds, um, just like knowing how to like um, approach like a, a problem. So like when somebody actually communicates a problem, just knowing how to like go about that and go about it together rather than like against each other. Um, that was something big that we were taught like really early on it's like it's us versus the problem not us versus each other and that really helps to um, make the issues a lot shorter lasting and not leave like a huge strain on our relationship yeah thanks for that Um, can you talk a little bit about how has expectation played a role in your relationship either your own expectations or the expectations of others. Mm-hmm, for sure. So I think I'll just kind of like talk about this because it kind of goes back on like the whole communication thing. And it's like, um, so one of Anne's like biggest like love languages is quality time. And it took me like literally four years to figure this out and like actually like clue into it because like, um, She's like very, not like strict on time, but she likes schedule and like um, when I'm on time, I'm the exact opposite. I'm just like kind of go with the flow. It's like, you know, 15 minutes late is early to me kind of thing, um, which is- Anne's face is just like, no. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a very compatible thing, but we we work on it. Um, so it took me like so long to realize like why Anne was so like, like she would take it like to heart if I was like late or like just on time or like a couple minutes late kind of thing to like just hanging out together, like doing something together. It was because quality time was something she valued like a lot. And it took me like so long to just like realize that, you know, me being like late to it made her feel that like I wasn't like um, wanting to spend like the quality time together and like every like minute mattered kind of thing. Um, and it's like, I kind of like realized through this, it's like your, your love language is something you're also very like vulnerable in. So it's like, mm. you know, she really like needs quality time. And when, you know, she doesn't get that or isn't like um, getting it to like the full extent, it's like really hard and it like, it hits you like deep in the heart because it's something you value so much. So I think that was like a huge thing, just like knowing that expectation of her and like that need of her um, really helped me to like be able to provide the best for her. Just to be clear, he's not always on time, but um, he's getting better at it. So, yeah, work in progress, right? Yeah. One degree changes as Kevin. <laughs> yeah <laughs> one degree change one minute earlier every time yeah. <laughs> just kidding that doesn't happen either <laughs> um I'd also just like to add that expectation keeps you going like I know that Travis has certain things um that he expects of me as well as he knows that I have certain things that I expect of him so it's just like those things motivate you um in your relationship to just like help each other and serve each other in that like I just get so excited um you know you also value quality time but also like acts of service so I get so excited to like plan certain things for you or like you know 
make you cookies. I don't know. just like random things like that, where it's just like, it just, it's life giving to me in order to like be serving you in the way that I know that you expect me to. And it's just, it's just good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, touching on like expectations of others, I think that it is hard. Like, um, especially as just like a young couple, like people just like a being engaged young like people not really expecting you to like last like we've had like a few people like you know different people at university where it's like oh like you know you're getting married really young like is that is that gonna last and it's just like yeah yes it is thank (laughs) you just because we're young doesn't mean our relationship isn't as strong or valuable or you know it doesn't mean we're just like jumping into it like this is not like a light decision it's something that we've thought about and prayed about a lot And yeah, so I think it's just like, you know, different expectations and, you know, we're kind of going against the norm here. So it's just like not, not following other people's opinions and stuff, but just going with what we feel called to do by God. That's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, what you just, what you guys just touched on, like, is it goes so beyond just relationships, right? Like it. Yeah, what you're, I laugh, like, Travis, the self-awareness piece of, like, very mature, right? Like, oh, Anne takes this personally when I am late. Or Anne, for you, it's like, this is life-giving for me to serve Travis in this way. Um, It's very hard sometimes to figure that out, right? Like, individually, but also, too, as you're in relationships with other people, your significant other, your spouse, whoever. Um, Yeah hard but good eh and that whole expectations (laughs) things and knowing that like your life looks different than other people's is hard um obviously your faith is such an important piece in who you guys are individually in your relationship together can you guys just talk about the importance of prayer in your relationship specifically for sure so um one thing that we've just been like over like the past probably like two years we've been really trying to just like Um, focus on a lot more is especially during engagement is praying with each other just like as frequent as possible so like you know like as soon as like the day is like over and we're leaving we pray together it's a really easy thing to forget about but it's something that's really important because um, it allows us to just kind of be like connected spiritually if we're praying together and it's like we can you know, it kind of leads into conversation about what's going on in our lives and like what we need help with. So um, it helps a lot on like the communication part, Um, but especially praying when we're upset with each other, because that's when it's the hardest to pray for each other. And for everything is when you don't want to be with the person at that time. Mm. So just like building that up has been really good because it's like um you know like as I said we've been taught to like it's like us versus the problem but that's a really hard thing to do when you're mad at the other person (laughs) so praying with the other person is just kind of like a good way like a good reminder it's like we're praying together because we're going at this problem together and then it just kind of um just like helps us to know that like we're in this together and um yeah it just lightens the mood too we're not as upset with each other afterwards because how can you be upset after you pray (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like as we approach um marriage we have really just given prayer a priority and you know just like trusting god with with all the plans and um yeah, like Travis said, we really do make it a priority to like pray together, even though like we don't see each other every day, you know, like we often call each other at the end of the day, just to, just to pray and to, to be there for each other in that, in that way. And um, like prayer is just so powerful in our lives because so many things have just come out of prayer. Um, You know, like I think about the place that we're recording this podcast from, like our, our apartment and um and it's just like that came out of prayer. Like we were praying for um, landlords that we would know and 
you know, people that were Christians and people that would, um, you know, be, be good to us in that manner. And, and God delivered, he delivered way more than we ever expected him to, you know, like we have the perfect place for us in our hometown. And it's just, it's so amazing that we don't have to leave. And, you know, um, even though like if God did call us to leave, we would, but, you know, he's calling us to be right where we are. And we prayed through that. And it's just like, it's one of those things where you just say that was God. And there's no other, other thing about that because like we had looked for so many apartments in Waterloo, but that's just not where God wanted us. And like, literally this is the first place we toured in Listowel and it's ours. And they're people that we have known for a long time and they know our parents. And it's just like, wow, like so much more than we ever prayed for. I love that. And like, that's one of our joys of walking alongside you guys too, is just seeing the way that, I mean, like Jen and I and other people like observe that priority of prayer. And I just, um, yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think too, like, in that, you know, you maybe didn't feel, you know, have like a voice from God saying like, you need to be in Listowel, but like out of God's provision, you saw like the way that he was providing you to be where he called. And I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of switching gears a little bit, kind of getting to do these celebration things, but what have been the biggest challenges that you faced in your relationship? I kind of feel like the topic of this podcast should be communication because I feel like that's kind of just what <laughs> that's I've been That's the title. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like just kind of like every question, it just leads back to communication, which kind of just shows like the importance of it and like how important we've learned that it is through our relationship. Because like most of our like big fights and disagreements are just miscommunications or not communicating what we're feeling to the other person so like you know something little happens but then you just like instead of just like telling the other person that like it kind of bothered you or or it bugged you you're just like uh whatever it's just little I'll let it pass but then that thing keeps happening and then it just keeps building up inside and then it eventually just leads to kind of like a an outburst almost and then it's even worse because the other person doesn't know what's going on and doesn't know what's bugging you so then it makes the other person upset so it's just not a good thing so I think um, the biggest challenge is just learning how to communicate our issues with each other and being like vulnerable in that too when it's like when it's a hard thing to communicate to the other person um, just like you know building that trust with each other to like communicate those vulnerable things um, has really helped us and like helped us grow but it's it's a very challenging thing to learn mm-hmm. um another thing that we have told you guys is that you know we do a lot of life together like we're in the same program at university we work at the same place right now and like those things it's so easy just to like compare to each other and just like you know if someone gets a better grade in the class or if someone gets like a certain opportunity at work or like something like that. Like, it's just so easy to be like, oh, you know, it brings you down a little bit. Um, And I think that that's been like one of our biggest struggles. It's also like one of my biggest joys, like doing that much life with you, but it's like, it's hard when one of us, you know, cause we're different people. So we we're, we're better at different things. And like that specifically shows like in, in school and everything like that. Um, But like something that we've just learned through all that is that, we're on the same team. Like, you know, if, if Travis does super well in a class and I don't like, that's our success. Like, you know, and when one of us succeeds, we both do. And I think that's just like, so amazing that we can, that we can do that together. Since you guys go to school together and are in the exact same program, the real question is, do you guys like ever cheat or ever, I don't know, like, I don't know how you would even get around that, but are there perks to being in the same program? Um, very big perks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would call it like cheating because <laughs> that like just like sounds terrible, but definitely like I've done a few assignments for Travis. He's written a few quizzes for me, uh, you know, just helping each other out on our strengths. So like <laughs> I help him study for classes that I'm really good at 
and he's maybe mm. not as good and like he helps me study for those classes that were opposite in and it's just like it's amazing because we can kind of just divide and conquer yeah you know <laughs> we really do divide and conquer we really do so if you're hearing any advice if you're single and you're looking to date someone find someone in your program is that what i'm hearing correctly if yeah. it's the right person yeah find oh, someone oh, right, who's right, good right. at opposite classes than you <laughs> and you will succeed in everything you do amazing love it um <laughs> okay switching gears a little bit and this question is specifically for you okay how has dating travis taught you about god's steadiness and peace i love this question a lot because travis you are like the steadiest person that i know and like you know, I can kind of like spiral sometimes when things like don't go as well or like, you know, something's just like out of place, but you're just like so steady and um, you just remind me so much of what's important in life and, you know, just that we don't need to worry about anything because we have God and, you know, that's specifically the best example I can say is like planning our wedding. Like so many things have just changed, but you've just been like solid all the way through and I'm like Travis like this and this and this and this and like I don't even know how to plan this wedding anymore because this is changing and this but you're just like Anne like we're, we're getting married like it doesn't really matter what that day looks like because ultimately we're still going to get married on that day and you, you've just been a constant reminder of God's steadiness and you know you really do just keep me steady and calm like a lot (laughs) you know see this is the positives of my laid-back personality the negatives is I'm not always on time for things but at least there is some positives to it oh yeah I feel like I'm interrupting a moment guys that's sweet um okay Travis now for you how has dating and taught you about God's love and forgiveness yeah definitely like I've learned a lot about like the characteristics of God's love, especially like the sacrificial love, just because like um, when you like care for someone like so deeply, like you are willing to literally give your life for that person so that they can keep theirs. So just like kind of growing in that with Anne to the point where I would give my life for her. It's like, Um, you learn a lot about how like God might be feeling in like a lot of situations like with um, sacrificing Jesus to die on the cross you like learn about like kind of the weight of it like when you're a kid you know you like you know that happened but like you don't understand like the weight of that sacrifice until you cared like really deeply about somebody so I've really learned like um yeah, about like sacrificial love. And I think in terms of forgiveness, just like um, knowing that there's like somebody always there for you that no matter how many times you mess up, um, they're there to help you out. They're there to pick you up. They forgive you for what you did. And um, it's just like, it's exactly how God um, treats us. It's like, if we're down, he picks us up. If we do something wrong over and over and over, he forgives us every time and he's there for us to help us grow. Um, I feel like just being within, she's just really displayed those things and just helped me grow and like learn more about those. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the cool thing. <laughs> sure. Just like, that's really sweet. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the cool thing about being made in the image of, of God and like a good God that we get to learn about him through the people that are in our lives. And Mm. it's just beautiful, just beautiful. Um, Waiting, the topic of waiting, our favorite. Um, Waiting in any season can be hard, whether it's, you know, months or weeks or years. Um, How have you guys struggled with waiting and what gifts have come out of that waiting? I love this question. Um, There's been a lot of waiting, you know, like we've been together for four and 
let's just round up to a half, four and a half years, um, you know, and it's just like going through those times and, you know, finally being where we're like approaching our wedding, I think it's just like, you know, you look back on that and you're like, wow, God was faithful through all of that. And he's brought us to the time what that we're in and his timing really is perfect. And you like see that, right. And like, you know, especially when it's just like, you're praying through that and you're mourning through that waiting, um, you know, whether it's like finishing up the semester where you don't have, when you have accounting, <laughs> Travis, yeah. um, you know, whether it's, it's like those things. Um, okay. Um, also just like fully trusting in God and knowing that his plans are the best for us. And, um, you know, going back to like where we were deciding to live and, you know, deciding to like get engaged and, um, all of those different things and the pieces that just come together. And I just picture this, this massive, like mosaic and God just throughout our lives, he's just putting the pieces together and it just creates something beautiful and you don't actually see it, see what it's creating until you take a step back. And, you know, as we like continue on, you know, we're just like so young. <laughs> and as we like continue on, there's going to be so many moments where we're just like confused about where we're going. Um, but I, I just think that we should continue to like look back on, on the seasons of waiting where God has like brought us through and, you know, just really fully trusting in that, in the, in that plan and just knowing that he really does have our best intentions in mind always, you know, whether, whether we see it or not, or whether we believe it or not, like he really does have our best intentions in mind. Mm. Another really hard thing in general, but especially as you like, whether it's in a relationship or you're journeying really closely with somebody is suffering. Um, so for you guys talk to us about seasons of suffering you guys have walked through together. Um, and what do you know now about Jesus that you didn't before walking through those seasons? Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this when I was like one of the first times um, that I actually like knew that I was going to marry Travis was was when um, my grandpa passed away and we had only been dating for just over a year actually um, and like this was definitely the first like big big moment of suffering that we went through together as a as a couple and um it was it was hard because you knew him as well and you were connected to my family and we were just kind of mourning together and just like navigating that um and I know like for myself as well as for you like it really just taught us about like life and how short it really is um you know, but it also just really taught us about how God, you know, even in, in the midst of like really super confusing times, God is our comfort and we can lean on him. And like, he is the one that gives us true rest and peace. And um, yeah, just like knowing that God is always there, no matter what happens, even if things are just so confusing. Um, yeah. That was one thing. And also just like balancing all of like the stress that school um, can bring and like doing that together and just like really understanding that. I'm really thankful that I do have you in that with me to like navigate that through, um, you know, but it is just like a struggle trying to like encourage one another in that and we just learned a lot about God's faithfulness in that and, you know, how he's the one that gives us strength and carries us through and, um, you know, yeah. How has it been like, and specifically you have walked through some different health issues, Travis, you may have, I'm, I'm unaware of that if you have, <laughs> but how has that been for you guys together when it's something that's happening to one of you guys? It's not just, um, yeah, like an external suffering. It's like internal, if that makes sense. How has that been for you guys to walk through that together? 
I would love to touch on this <laughs> earlier, like this semester, like I was just going through some really weird health things where like, I couldn't see very well. I had constant headaches all the time. I couldn't even like do schoolwork. And, you know, that was really hard. And that was for like a good, like six weeks until like, I actually started like feeling better. And you were just in that with me. Like, I remember sitting in your basement, like, and I had to write a midterm. Like I literally, I had already deferred it and I had to write it. Like, that's just kind of how the university goes. Um, and you were literally, I couldn't even look at my laptop and you were just reading me the biology slides, like hundreds of them just to like try and get it in my brain. Mind you, you're not even in this class. Like, it's not even a class that we like have together. Like you are just totally like sacrificing your time and just like trying to help me through that. And it was just like amazing. Like, you know, that really just like, I'm, I don't know. It's just, it's just amazing to like, see that you would do that for me to like, help me out. Um, but yeah, just like going through that together. I'm really glad I have you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think like, um, you know, going through this type of stuff together is like great, but also when, like when we're both in like the heat of school, when it's super stressful, it's hard to sacrifice time. Cause it's like, we're both under like the same amount of stress. So like, um, you know, when one person is feeling down, the other person's probably feeling it too. So it's hard to just like let go of that and encourage the other person. But also through that, it's like when you're encouraging the other person, it's kind of encouraging you at the same time. Cause it's like, I might be just saying it to help. And, but it's like, you know, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. So it helps me, um, you know, start feeling better. So it's like, it's, it's good to be in it together, but it's also just hard to sacrifice that time when you're both feeling the same thing. So mm -hmm. I think it's cool to hear how much you guys have like walked through and learned together. And it's just like, it's so exciting because mm -hmm. it's like, that's four and a half years down and so many to go. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like, I just keep being like, Oh, like God is going to do so much more even than what this is. And that's, that's awesome. Uh, Travis, this one's for you. Um, you're working at the local eye clinic, like Anne mentioned, um, earlier. And I know that you have had some really cool opportunities and callings and that kind of thing. So, uh, we just wanted to ask you about that, talk about the clinic and this opportunity and how it's kind of, you know, shaped the plan for your future and, um, maybe even what God has taught you through this experience. Mm -hmm, for sure. Um, yeah, so I started at the eye clinic right after like the first lockdown ended. So just like kind of last June, kind of like late June. But the only reason I got that job was because I was already like working on like a new like business opportunity with the owner of the clinic. But because of the pandemic, it got pushed off. I didn't have a job. So he offered me that. And, you know, it's like, there's been just so many just like abundant blessings through that job, not just having a job throughout the entire pandemic, which has been a blessing in itself to actually have, you know, a steady income throughout mm -hmm. this uncertain time. Um, but just also having like um, really good, like leadership in the office is like, you know, has taught me a lot because I've had a lot of jobs where, the leadership has either just been inexperienced and like they didn't really care so then it just like reflects on you and it's just like you know you just hate your job because your management doesn't even like care about their job and that type of stuff or they're just you know just downright terrible people at some times you know I've, I've had a lot of experiences with that so um, it's good to just like see and like have really good leadership behind um, where you work and um yeah and then like when I got that opportunity it was just like another just god-given opportunity like I was just going in for my normal eye appointment had a different doctor this time who happened to be or like did kinesiology when he did his undergrad we got talking about that and he just was like hey do you want in this 
neurocognitive sport business venture I'm trying to start. And I was like, okay, I'm just like a second year student, but sure. And then like through that, I've just like really started to see like direction in my future. Cause like I knew kind of just like a, a basic, like I wanted to do stuff with like, you know, the body and like sports and stuff, but I didn't know like where. So this has really given me like guidance on where I want to take that. And just like having um, like strong mentorship through this, like, um, you know, my business partner and boss at the same time is just a huge mentor for me. Cause he um, is just always asking me like what I want to do. And like, he's like, yeah, if, like if you ever want out of this, I completely understand. I'm going to help you out no matter what. And just like doing everything he can to just like help me grow and also to help Ann grow at the same time. It's just been really good to see that. And it's just like, I don't know, it just, it just gives you joy to have an opportunity like that. And you just, especially when you know, it's like, you know, this was a God given opportunity. So you just want to put all of your effort and your work into it. Cause you know, it's just, awesome that's all I gotta say about that Mm -hmm. um and yeah it just really taught me that like like I I heard this couple I think a couple weeks ago that like um God's like a lamp to our feet not a spotlight you know he's only giving us just like a little bit at a time but it's enough to just keep us going and we just have to trust that God's going to reveal the rest of it in time and I think through the pandemic it's like things are constantly changing like so many um, ups and downs and roadblocks through what I'm trying to do but it's like through this God just keeps revealing more and more and like um, just like kind of showing me where I'm supposed to go so just like trusting that God's going to show me those things and not just trying to take it into my own hands mm-hmm. mm. that's really cool and it's cool too to hear t- people talk about thing that things that they're actually passionate about. I've never met Dr. AJ before in my life, but I've heard from you guys and from Ainsley, like how amazing he is. He is like the gift baskets. Like it yeah, was, oh. you're telling me during Christmas, like all these things, I'm like, dang, it's like such an honor to have people. I think, especially as young people to have people who've gone before us, pour into us and invest in us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't, I've never met the guy, but it just <laughs> makes me so excited that, yeah. It's just, it's just a great experience and opportunity for both of you guys. Um, and you touched earlier when you guys were giving your little introductions that um, you just finished your third year of university and you're looking to uh, potentially go to teacher's college. How has, how is God shaping you through this whole process? Again, like taking the, I love what you said there, Travis, that God is a lamp to our feet and not a spotlight. Um, yeah, for you, Anne, as you take like one step at a time. This makes me so excited to talk about this and like that's that's like how I know that this is like my calling and that because every time I get the chance to talk about it I just get like so 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 excited mm-hmm. and yeah so honestly if you would have asked me that I was gonna be okay back up a little bit I want to be a high school gym and science teacher so if you were to ask me that I was gonna do that like I'd say no like <laughs> No way. Like I literally went into university and I was like, nah, this is not what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like I I literally, I think probably at like the start of university, I was like, have you ever like thought about like teacher's college? I think you'd be like really good at that. And Anne's like, no, no, I'm not interested. I don't want to do that. And I was like, okay. That's fine. Travis knew all along, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) He knows me better than I know myself, honestly. (laughs) Anyways, um, but yeah, it's just been really cool to see like how God has just been like revealing things about me um, and like my different strengths and like things like that in university and just like the different courses that I like taking and and that it's just like really revealed to me that it's like wow like I love teaching people and I love like creating those relationships with people and I don't know for example like I don't really want to go into physio because I I just don't really want to like fix people's problems like I want to be there before the problems even start you know like I want to teach people about their health before they before it gets too late like I want to like be there right from the beginning and high school is just like such a vulnerable age where you can like shape people 
And that just like really excites me to like speak into young people and um, yeah. And, and like, God is just like, he's just taught me so much about letting go of the plans. You know, like I said, like if you would have asked me if I, if that was what I was going to do, like, no, no way. (laughs) But it's just been like so cool to just like let go of those plans. And, you know, even like, you know, this isn't even like a for sure thing. Like, it's like, I know that I know that I'm called to like teach, but like, is it going to be exactly what I picture? Probably not, you know, like, and just like trusting that it's like, oh yeah, I am going to get into teacher's college and those kind of things and putting that in God's hands and saying, God, if this is what you have for me, make a way, you know, like, and just trusting and just really honestly just trusting in that and knowing that that plan is best. It's cool. People can't see you, but they can maybe hear it in you. Like just the the excitement that comes. And I mean, I've seen you do some sort of like, I mean, not obviously formal teaching, but like some teaching with like our youth and stuff like that. And like bless uh, your size. Yes. Like bless your size, you know, (laughs) kickboxing, teaching about slowing down, whatever it is. And I just love your passion. And so it's just cool to see God work through those ways, especially when you didn't kind of see that. Um, And we're going to kind of touch on that a little bit. You know, I think it can be so easy and we so often sell ourselves short in how God wants to use us where we are, specifically as young adults, because it's like, oh, like later on, later on. Um, Talk to us about the journey in realizing this for yourselves. What does serving Jesus look like for you right now? Yeah, so I feel like at this stage in our lives, especially for me, I feel just like not confident in my ability to like do like important stuff. And um, I think just like remembering that no matter like how old you are, God's going to use you for great things. Like your, you know, your age, doesn't matter. Like Mary was, you know, just a preteen when she gave birth to Jesus. So that's just kind of like a crazy thing to think about. And like, you hear about all these like stories of, you know, young Kings through the Bible and all this. And like, you realize that it's like, God doesn't care how old you are. He's going to use you for great things. So I think just like um, being confident and like firmly believing in that um, is something that I've just been like really working on and has been a struggle for me in particular. Um, But I feel like just kind of figuring out like my place has been like big because I'm like, you know, with confidence I'm not like um confident like knowing like what I'm really good at so I think just like just like trying to experiment with different things that's kind of where I'm at right now I don't know you know like what I'm supposed to do to be like involved with the church but just like trying out different things seeing where um I think I'm a good fit and I feel like I can excel and really just do the best I can for um for just bringing people to Jesus. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. I just, I really appreciate you saying that Travis, because I think that's something that we often think that we have to have it all together, or we have to know what we're doing, or we have to know what we're good at in order to do things. But thank you for saying that because you're like, just try, right? Like just say yes to the opportunities that are put before you and like walk in it. Um, Thanks for saying that. I really appreciate that because it's a good reminder too. It's like, oh, you don't have to have your life all together to serve Jesus because when is our life ever together fully, right? Never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Yeah. um, Just to add some more to that, like I think that like, you know, serving as a young person is super intimidating and um, you just have to really trust that you're each like individually gifted and we know that we are. you know, for us, like serving is a day in day out kind of thing. Like that's why we're here. Um, you know, we we're serving Jesus where we're at currently, like at school and work and, you know, simply by just living out the truth and reaching people where we can living by example. And ultimately like people forget this, but doing your best in life is bringing glory to God, like doing the best in the season that you're in that's bringing glory to God. And, you know, we've often had times where it's like, 
yeah, learning about kinesiology and being in university, like how, how is that like helping us reach people and how is that helping us develop our faith? Well, it's helping because we put our best effort forward in that and we can serve Jesus by doing school in that and knowing and trusting that that's where exactly where he wants us to be and doing our best in that season because that's where he's placed us. Mm. Another good point, Anne. <laughs> this is true. Like we don't need to, yeah, serving Jesus where we're at and seeing the opportunities that are around us. So good. Um, this is our second last question for you guys. What's the best piece of advice you've been given? For me, definitely choosing to see God in the simple moments and joys. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I have no idea who taught me that. It's been a bunch of people. It's been you guys. It's been different mentors in my life. And it's just like a reoccurring thing of just like, just live your life and be happy. Like choose to see like the sun shining, choose to be happy. Like, you know, something happens in your day, choose to be happy because there's simple joys. And it's so easy to like overlook when there's not like, and especially like right now in COVID, like it's so easy to just be like miserable and, you know, not really see the glory and the goodness and the gift in every single day. But we really honestly just have to like look and see and look around and see how much we're gifted with and blessed with. And that can just bring you so much joy because you know who it's coming from. Yeah. I would feel like probably the best piece of advice. I don't know where I heard this, but it's just like kind of simple saying, let go and let God. And I feel like that's just, you know, it's really easy in times when it's like, you know, stressful or there's like a lot of things to do. You just try and hunker down and just get it done. Don't think about anything else, but it's like um, when you're going through those tough times and like, there's so much, like so much weight on your back, you got to let that go and let God take that and let him help you through this. And um, it's just been like a huge thing, just like learning how to let go of my problems and my stresses and anxieties and let God take that and let him help me through it. Cause I'm probably a pretty stubborn person. So sometimes I'm like, ah, whatever I can just get through. It's just like, it's only a couple more weeks before like, you know, a different time where it's less stressful, but just like, just realizing that like, you know, you really need to let go of those problems and let God help you through this. If you really want to succeed and just be the best you can be. Wow. Good piece of advice, man. You guys are awesome. Um, We've loved hearing your story. And so we'll end off with this question uh, surrounding that idea of story. And that's which story are you trying to write that you hope will be told about you years down the road? Mm -hmm. I can think I can speak for both of us on this one. When we, we just want a story that shows Jesus every single step of the way. Like we want the name of Jesus to be known to everyone and you know we don't want our names known like we don't want people to know Ann and Travis like we just want them to know Jesus and if we can do anything to to do that like that's the story we want to tell like we want to be people of God that are bringing more people to him we want to be disciples we want to be people that are trusting in God and just live it out fully yeah that's us (laughs) yeah I think that's a great way to sum that up and we're looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, I wonder what Travis and Anne will think listening back to this 20 <laughs> years from now. <laughs> It'll be fun to see. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here. I, for one, am so thankful for you guys and have been so encouraged by the way you guys choose to live your life. Um, it's not often. I mean, when you guys were in high school, Ainsley and I were also very young. I mean, we still are young. But seeing the ways that you guys have, um, like we've seen you at different programs, we've seen you wanting to plug in and, and, you know, live out your faith and to see you guys actively do that is such an encouragement to me, um, especially as, as you guys have moved from different seasons. So we are pumped for you guys for your upcoming wedding. We are so excited. And yeah, thank you so much for being um, yeah, faithful to Jesus where you guys are at. It's really encouraging. So we love you guys. Yeah, we, we love you too.
Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We have more amazing conversations like this coming up every Monday that you won't want to miss. So make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're using. And you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Just Work Friends. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>